0: Hey, welcome everyone. It's January 23rd. I like to put that in to make Martin happy that that we have a date, because I seem to always forget to say when we record these, but it is January 23rd. Wow. A month is already gone in 2024, and I don't know where the time flies. We're having so much fun. Um, (laughs) I think I am i am this this year has been has been a lot of fun uh i get to to uh talk to these guys they were just in germany last week so for work um and uh how was how was germany how was munich cold
1: uh it was 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 snowing um it it was cold it was freezing and uh yeah we've we've been at work so not too much time to hang out outside of the uh of the
0: office yeah did they have uh rail was the rail system
2: going uh sorta. sort uh, of uh you had to hop Let's on a bus yeah it was it was strange but uh at least they have a train system which was kind of nice
0: yeah most, <laughs> yeah that's true we we don't really have unless you're in big 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 cities so here uh, in the United States. yeah
2: i like to get around the us hitchhiking so if you see me on the side of the road just uh pick me up It'll be fine. You're like, you like live back in the (laughs) sixties. Yeah, it'll be fine. I I don't know with
0: that haircut. I don't know with that haircut. I don't know if I would pick you up, man. You look like you just broke out of a, uh, maximum security, uh, prison with that haircut.
2: Look, I said, Jason Statham gave me a call and said, Hey, Khalid, I need you for the next Jason Statham vehicle. Okay. You're going to have to shave your head. It's going to be great. So beekeeper, look out for the sequel sea keeper so you know it's gonna be great
0: <laughs> awesome that that joke didn't get any better from before <laughs> we uh we you said it before the show but uh i'm really
1: happy oh, we're now repeating those puns Yeah, oh, come on yes.
0: so all right well Let's we're go. here so uh we've lost a little focus in the show, but we're, we're going to get the focus back because that's what we're going to talk about today is, is, you know, the last episode we talked about getting new skills and improving your skills, but how do we use those skills effectively, like focus and get our work done? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm the best person to ask, but I'll, I'll give my ideas on how I've done it for the last 30 almost 30 years, but, uh, but yeah, so focus. It's a, it's a big, I think it's a big problem, especially today in the world of social media and short attention spans. And we're like, things that we're watching are really like no one watches movies anymore. They watch like four minute TikTok videos. Maybe that, maybe not even that, maybe a minute. Mm-hmm. I think everything is, is short attention span but how do we how do we build that attention span back up so we can concentrate for a considerable amount of time
2: ideas yeah you know it's uh it's funny um you know i'm probably not the best person to ask either because you know there is a lot of things vying for your attention and uh the thing I've always heard that is good, and I always try to get into it, is like taking notes and having checklists. But I don't know. What do you, what do you folks think? Like, I've never been able to effectively transplant my brain into a set of notes or to-do lists. They kind of always, I start with good intentions and never kind of complete it. Uh, the closest thing I've had to a good checklist is maybe putting things on a calendar and kind of knowing things are there. Uh, but that also like having calendar dates also makes me a little anxious at times. So I try to keep that down to a minimum. So uh, are you folks big note takers slash to do listers? Well, let's find out what the machine
0: does. Yeah. <laughs> <thinks. laughs>
1: Uh, I, I will say I'm not a note-taker. I do try to, to, to write down a couple of the tasks that I want to accomplish at some point. Uh, but they all kind of go in a backlog. Um, I also have one, uh, one downside in my brain and that is that I am quite good at remembering things. So my wife always tells me like, look, you, you know where we were at that point in time, what we were eating, what I was wearing and all of that stuff which um, I think is, is also mental ballasts. I also know uh, a lot of European pop songs uh, by heart, which is also probably not something I want to remember, but um, <laughs> it is what it is, right? Um, but what I do find helpful is that uh, the bigger ideas or the things that you really want to, want to do, it's better to write them down at some points because writing mm-hmm. them down does give you this thing of uh, it's out of my brain, First of all, but second of all, it gives you the ability to reason from a little bit more distance and think about whether you actually want to do that thing or not. Um, so that, that's a first step that definitely helps as well.
2: mm mm-hmm. Yeah. So you do, you do think writing things down is a good idea, right? So, uh, in that vein, like, where do you write things down? Is it in a notepad? Do you keep like a file? Do you use a tool maybe
1: Although it's. It's all over the place. Um, I, I have actual notepad.exe on my Windows machine where I take <laughs> notes and save them. Um, I have our internal issue tracker where I try to keep track of a number of things that I want to accomplish at some point. It's more about filling the backlog. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas notepad for me is more like, okay, these are the pressing things that I want to get done at some point.
0: Hmm.
1: Okay,
2: cool. Chris, what what do you do?
0: Oh, that's good. That's a. That is the, the big question. So I keep a to-do list
2: mm-hmm.
0: on paper. I, I, I've tried different apps. So I've tried OneNote. I'm trying Notion right now, mm-hmm. um, which the problem is it just takes so much energy to, to start this stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, you know, to be honest, things that I need permanent. I just put into a into a hard bo- like book, mm-hmm. so I don't lose paper and stuff. So, yeah, that, it's always been tough for me to to keep everything because um, I it's I think the problem that a lot of us have is habits. It, yeah, we fall back on our our old habits. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm not saying they're good. It's just habits that we've always used. And uh, I think focus is a lot about building new habits and and everything. Um, But, yeah, I write stuff down. I used to carry, and I'm thinking about this, again, uh, carrying a a voice recorder that I could just – because sometimes I'll be out and – or I'll be in meetings, or walking down a hall, or where I can't really write things, and I'll and I'll just I would use the voice recorder to say, "Hey, remember to email Rob tomorrow about or tonight about this, this, and this." Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think a lot of it is taking good notes so you don't forget what you talked about at meetings. It's, it's really, I mean, I think everyone's different. Martin has probably a much better memory than, than I do. I mean, he's younger, older people like me, our memories seem to kind of get uh, a little more, a little harder to remember things. So I've had to fall back on writing a lot of stuff down and putting stuff in, but the I, I've learned that you, you can only use one thing to collect your ideas. Like you can't collect some of it on paper and some of it in apps and some of it in in a book. It it really needs to be put in the one place, one uh, one place of total authority that you can go back to. So yeah. that's that's kind of my thinking.
2: Yeah, I've been using a note-taking app that kind of uses markdown files. It's called Obsidian. Uh, folks, check that out. It's, it's pretty neat. Uh, but it lets you kind of write these uh, referencing documents, and it can help you kind of create a mind map. Um, I use it in the worst possible way. I just use it as like a <laughs> dumping place uh, of like notes and uh, blog posts and things like that. Um, but uh, from seeing people who actually take the time to invest and learn it, like you said, even with Notion, uh, it it is really impressive. And there's like, uh, it's mostly free, but there's like a service attached to it. Uh, So Obsidian is pretty cool. I definitely recommend folks check it out, uh, at least for note-taking and stuff like that. Um, So yeah. Yeah. I uh, mean, my big
0: question is, it's, this is where I think AI can really, really, really help us mm-hmm. is to be that, I'll say assistant, to really mm-hmm. be that that uh, artificial assistant that we all need. Like It would be great if we were in a Zoom meeting and you had this little AI thing listening to the meeting mm-hmm. and going and creating those notes and creating the to do's
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then build it, like taking everything that it heard. And then, cause you can do that. Now you can say, Hey, here's a chapter of this book, take this chapter and give me a synopsis of, of this chapter. Mm-hmm. And AI, the AI uh, super brains or, or, or generative AI, machines will do a pretty good job of of building that but that's that maybe i just thought of my billion dollar how to be a (laughs) billionaire but i think if you had that and had the ability to to have something beside you to say hey like i just heard this this might be important put in the thing and remind you at the end of the day, like have some kind of email that went out at the end of the day or the next morning and said, this is everything that I kind of gathered from from your dealings over the last 24 hours.
2: I mean, I think it's a good idea, but kind of brings up the next question about staying focused, right? So we've talked about potentially taking notes, where you put those Uh, I think the next question for me really is thinking about once you have a list of tasks, right, how do you folks go about like prioritizing and setting yourself up for success, right? Because part of of note-taking isn't just that you have notes, right? Um, If you just have notes and you never take any action, then you just, you know, seem like a maniac. Yeah. <laughs> so at, at some point you have to look at those notes, prioritize and move forward. So how do you folks kind of go about that?
1: Uh, g- good question. I was actually gonna ask the same thing because you indeed have the note-taking, but then you also have the, the doing. Mm-hmm. Um, one, one additional question on top of that, if you wanna touch on that as well, is that uh, if you have this big list of to-do items, and you punch off some things, but then other things keep, um, they, they remain on the to-do lists. How do you prevent the to-do list from overwhelming you and, um, essentially freezing because there's so much on your plate and so many things that you feel that you should be doing.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is, a, that is a good question. I yeah. mean, if, if you're constantly filling up your plate, but nothing's coming off of it, I think it can feel very overwhelming, but, uh, I know I asked, I asked my question first too. So, yeah. You, so you, Martin, Martin <laughs> I mean, how?
0: So how do you get stuff off of your to do list? I mean, that's the big thing. Is is how do you focus to get things off, and how do you prioritize them? Yeah.
1: I think Khalid can attest to this one. Uh, so in our team, I, I try to do the same thing in this pruning of the backlog. Like if something is on there for a couple of weeks or even a couple of months or a couple of years, in some cases, um, either you agree that this is going to happen and you keep it on or you say, okay, I've not touched this thing for a year and a half. Let's maybe remove it. So I have some additional mental bandwidth to, to focus on the next thing.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think yeah. that's. You just have, I think at some point you have to be honest with yourself and go, yeah, I want to write that blog post, but I haven't had the energy or the kind of the excitement to write it. So maybe I don't actually want to write it. Maybe, maybe it's something like that I'm just going to forget about. And if it pops up in a year, I'll write it then.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a good point. Like I, like. I think, I don't know. I was going to say, I think most humans operate this way, but maybe not. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm weirdo, but uh, <laughs> uh, I, I feel at times that, you know, I can get a list of tasks together, but my energy level definitely ebbs and flows. And I think the word backlog has been used a lot during this episode so there are days where I can knock four things off of a list and then other days I might get one thing off the list. So I think part of focus is also recognizing in yourself that you're, you're gonna have those ebbs and flows in energy and focus, and you should kind of be kind to yourself and understand some days you're gonna be really productive get a lot done. And other days, you're just going to need that time to kind of uh, either recuperate or maybe take a different approach to working through a problem, right? So some days you're doing and some days you're thinking about things. And in our technology field, it's okay to spend a day thinking about how you may or may not tackle a particular task, right? So in your case, Chris, you mentioned Uh, That blog post, instead of maybe just abandoning the idea completely, maybe it makes sense to think about that blog post and turning it into, say, like a graphic or a tweet that starts a conversation online or um, even just a small conversation with somebody to talk about the idea so that maybe it can um, birth new ideas, right? So. Uh, don't just, I would say, just don't abandon ideas right away. Um, Maybe that idea is still a good idea, but the way you're thinking about tackling it is maybe not the right medium. I think you hit on something.
0: And we've been, all this discussion is about us alone, just us. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you need that outside that outside uh feedback Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and and i don't really do this that much um but i wish i did have i wish i did ask people a little bit more like hey i've got this idea about x Mm -hmm. which khalid i do have an idea about something (laughs) that i need your feedback on at some point because you just made me realize is we can't we can't do this alone Mm -hmm. um we are we are social animals and and sometimes we need other people to to say hey that's a good idea yeah that's a that's not a good idea maybe that's not a great thing to do with your time Uh, Mm -hmm. but i think uh when you're at work so I'm gonna bring work into this. When you're at work and you have stuff that you're that you personally want to do, you, you gotta talk to your team and and get some feedback. It's kind of like it's kind of like paired programming, but but paired thinking
2: mm-hmm.
0: and go, hey, I've got these ideas. What do you think about these? Cause I'm I want to bring them up at the next, at the next requirement meeting or feature discussion or whatever. So not only do you have to think about everything in here, but I think you have to have that external feedback is, is really important.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: There there's, there's a number of things there. Um, so kind of linking everything together. There's a book that I read a long, long time ago. I don't even uh, remember when by JD Meyer, uh, from Microsoft and it's called getting results and it's his formal um, workflow of of actually planning your week and so on and i believe he starts with okay on monday you're planning and you try and decide on three things that you want to accomplish that week and you also give them priorities where you say okay this thing has to be done no matter what Uh, this thing would be really nice if it's done and there's the optional uh, things that you may want to achieve as well and i find I'm not using the, the complete workflow from that book, but I do find that having that list of things based ranked by priority, essentially gives you the ability to, to focus on whatever you want to focus on that week, but mm-hmm. also helps with maintaining those energy levels. Like if you yeah. have one thing that you must do, you have five days in the week. If on Monday, you don't have the energy for that, maybe on Wednesday, you will. So on Wednesday morning, you can still say, okay, my must, that's the thing I'm going to tackle today. And yeah. I think, uh, like you say, Chris, getting feedback from external people on, on Twitter or X or from your team or whatever is super important to maybe help you identify what those must be done and could be done and should be done. Um, items are.
0: Yeah. The, so I, I too had some, I read a book this man, this has been maybe almost 20 years ago, it was called mission control and it was this whole dynamic. You know, you remember uh, getting things done. I can't remember the author. Yeah, uh, but that's a great framework for for getting things up. This was called Mission Control. And the one thing that I gleaned out of that that I still try to use today is when I create a meeting with someone. In the subject of the meeting, I say the purpose of the meeting, like discuss with Martin how to solve x Mm
2: -hmm.
0: or discuss this problem with khalid and and one it makes you focus on just that because if you just go in having oh meeting with khalid like it's so open-ended but if you if you have the purpose for the title of the meeting it and it also conveys purpose to the other person that's coming into that meeting, that that's what you want to resolve.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it, it really comes down to if your meeting doesn't have a purpose, don't have a meeting because there's no focus.
2: Yeah, For that sure. You know, what's interest? you know, what's interesting, like uh, I have two thoughts. I've, you know, when we talk about teams and team members, You know, the enemy of focus to me has always been, especially in a team environment, has been obsession, right? You can kind of confuse obsession and going down a rabbit hole for being focused. Uh, I've seen this happen to a lot of team members where they kind of forget what the goal was to begin with because they're so intensely obsessed with solving a particular problem that they end up going down a rabbit hole and actually wasting more time and feeling stressed that they're not getting their tasks accomplished. So to your point, Chris, I think it's important to keep a connection with someone who maybe can give you a different perspective so you don't rabbit hole yourself to the point where you're actually being less productive and less focused than if you had someone else there because i think a lot of times people confuse like pair programming with a lack of focus and i think that's that's not really been my experience yeah uh when it comes to meetings i did see an interesting interview with like jeff bezos about how amazon does meetings um they understand that people are busy. And what they do is they dedicate the first 15 minutes of every meeting um, to reading a document about what their focus should be in that meeting, which I, I found really fascinating. So someone will put this meeting together, but they'll write a document. And then everyone comes to the meeting and they're given 10 to 15 minutes at the beginning of a meeting, just to sit there silently and read the document and the tasks ahead of them. Um, I've never had a meeting like that, but it seems, it seems interesting. I'd like to experience a meeting like that. Uh, I, what do you folks think about hearing a meeting set up like that? Do you think it sounds weird or do you think it makes sense?
1: All right. So in in our next podcast recording, we are going to have 15 minutes of silence (laughs) while we read what we're going to talk about and then jump in.
0: (laughs) Oh man, that's good. Well, yeah. And this goes in, so we'll foreshadow the next episode, which is going to be how to, how to work with teams and work with others. Yeah, I think this, this also, your question falls kind of into, into that also is how do you work as a team to stay focused in in meetings. And and so maybe we'll, we'll pick this up also, but I I like the idea. I like anything that can keep people focused. I don't know if it should be 15 minutes, uh, but a certain amount of time should go in and say, these are the key points that we are trying to, to solve. Like, Mm -hmm. that's why I like having 15-minute stand-ups for teams or 20-minute depending on the size of the team because everyone knows they're just going around and saying what they're getting done, how it's going, and what they need help with. And then it goes on to the next person, and it's really focused. Mm-hmm. And and that's the thing. But it still comes down to short attention span. Oh, My problem is, my my big question is, how how do we get, maybe you guys have longer attention spans. Like, I remember when I was in my 20s and early 30s, I literally would sit down to code,
2: Uh
0: and I would, like, come back to reality. Say I started coding at 7, and literally I could go till, like, 2 a.m., and I'd be like oh, where did all the time go? And now it's like seven minutes later, I'm like, oh, squirrel, like. <laughs> so that, that, that do, really I, seems
1: to, yeah, I think it yeah. really depends on the task you are, uh, you're in. Uh, for example, coding, I still have that where I can lose myself in code for, for one, two hours at a time without any issue. But when I'm, for example, working on uh, preparing a presentation where you have some demo that you want to prep, some slides and so on, I find myself browsing uh, X and all kinds of really crazy websites all the time because it kind of feels like my brain needs it at that point to stay open, to stay focused on the task at hand, even though all of the randomness that is there kind of contradicts that. And um, I love, for example, when in our internal Slack at brain, so Khalid and I work together. I do like when Khalid starts posting photoshops, for example, because I know um, part of his creative process of getting things done is also photoshopping just to keep his mind open. So I usually know when I see a lot of photoshops coming by, I know he's working on two blog posts at the same time, and they'll be ready in a couple of hours, which is <laughs> which is interesting to see.
2: But <laughs> am I that predictable? I, I did think of a task to put on your list though, Martin. Uh erase your browser history. Uh I'll do that for you if 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 it needs to be, you know, because you're browsing all those crazy sites. Yeah. So um. is is well that
0: brings up does does anyone has anyone use or do they use these apps that you run on your on your uh computers that will like turn off access to certain websites, not, not like illicit and, but just like for me, I would love to not go out to like, uh, like discussion (laughs) groups that have nothing to do with, with, uh, with Mm -hmm. what I'm, what I'm working on. Like it will literally turn off like personal email. It'll turn off, uh, like Slack, other than like your work Slack and stuff like that, and sometimes you can have it turn off everything mm-hmm. and just so you can focus and not have those interruptions from work. Also, but because we're we're so I think being in front of a cu- computer, we have so many different windows, like trying to get our attention.
2: Yeah, I I will say Mac OS is very good about first-class features, and uh, I typically have Do Not Disturb turned on. Uh, I don't see a lot of notifications. Um, You know, I I don't remember it being as bad, but given the decade that we're in, I feel like everyone is trying to maximize engagement, so there's constant notifications vying for your attention. Um, I think it's gotten a little crazy, I mean, Windows is a good <laughs> it's a good use case of like how it tries so hard to just get your attention about everything. Um, so with Mac OS, I feel like there's a little bit of sanity there. Uh, Linux is a lot better. So I, I definitely yeah. recommend those yeah. operations. Windows is, I, I, Windows is
0: doing okay. I mean, you can turn when the, you can have do not disturb now where it will turn off all notifications.
2: Yeah. I mean, my, to yeah. rant, I think, Windows has a lot of like weird pop-ups, like when you open the start menu, there's like news articles that you didn't ask for. And the Bing icon is constantly changing in the toolbar. And I turned all that stuff off. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There's also, uh, Chris, To to your point, I've tried those tools as well in the past and I found that they do not work because you are still the person controlling the app, so you know how to shut it down or shut it off and still go around and. um, I have the same thing on my phone, for example, for a while I thought okay let's limit myself to 10 minutes of social media per day, but I found myself when the when the timer went up and said hey you exceeded 10 minutes, I would just go into the settings and expand it to 20 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. So so I think for those to work.
0: Yeah. So, should the AI Overlord have total control over that? Like, don't let me AI. You, you know what, Don't, you don't know let me turn, is, turn you off.
2: When you when you said that idea, that I had a thought in my head, and I I think the dystopian future thought in me says like, sure, these AIs will summarize your meeting and give you task items but one of those task items is like make sure you buy a new iphone or like make sure you upgrade to windows 31 <laughs> like what keeps corporations from injecting weird tasks that are like true yeah it's strange but uh, no it, it doesn't tomorrow. matter as long as they
1: stay in the in the backlog right
2: <laughs> yeah i guess so Uh, but yeah, to Martin's point, I think, um, uh, you know, the, the flip side of focus is discipline, right? Like how do you grow your discipline in a particular way? I I think, I think for me has always been, if you intrinsically want something like it's in you and you really want it, I think you'll put the effort into doing that thing. So it's like, whether you want to complete a task, whether you want to get in shape, whether you want to learn a language, it's got to be, it's got to start from a place of like, you want, wanting to do that thing, right? Um, if you don't really want to do it and it's okay, if you don't really want to do it, um, I think it's going to be harder to focus and get those tasks complete. Like yesterday I was procrastinating, putting an issue in our issue tracker because I'm like, I know it would take me two minutes, but I was like, oh man, I just, uh, I, could care less.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) So one thing that I've over the last year, I've tried to build up this, uh, longer attention span. Yeah. And what has helped me is reading and reading for like a half an hour to an hour every night gets my brain in a, in a building a habit that it, doesn't go off in all these tangents constantly i'm i'm just reading and it doesn't matter what i'm reading it could be just i'm reading the foundation series in not in the order of the books coming out but actually in the chronological order of the content of the books Uh, and it's actually pretty good because i haven't read foundation in probably over 30 years so i forgot most of it but 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 reading half an hour to an hour every night makes my brain have the ability to focus for a longer period of time on other things also so it comes back to i'm building that habit in my brain i'm trying to break this short term bursts of of information and mm-hmm. so trying to get back to like even watching a movie. Like how many people like get distracted halfway through a movie?
2: I mean, I do. Cause I got to let the dogs out. It's stuff like that. So I know yeah. Martin's a new, new father too. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's just so many things that, that... what is this
1: thing called time time for watching a movie? <laughs> yeah, wow.
0: Well, I'm, uh, I'm yeah. back to the state where my kids are all grown And I can actually, like, other than the dog, I don't have too much uh, pulling at me uh, at certain times.
2: But, I mean, both of you bring up a good point. It's like part of focus is being kind to yourself and giving yourself time to build good habits and to actually, like, part of focus is time. And if you don't have time, if everything is vying for your attention, then yeah, it's going to feel hard to focus on anything. Yeah. So time boxing, I think is a good technique Uh, for folks who don't know what time boxing is like, you know, I mentioned calendars earlier, set a calendar meeting for yourself so you can have some time like uninterrupted time to do the thing you need to do and to focus so yep um
0: i have a little hourglass that <laughs> i turn over in 30 what is it the yeah the
1: the pom- pomodoro technique? yeah
2: pomodoro it's called yeah yeah pomodoro what's, what's so century. what century are you from chris i Where, well, i'm from
0: last century <laughs> so, so i'm i'm gen x so i remember when we didn't have computers in every room but mm-hmm. uh so but yeah i have an hour got actually two one one's 30 minutes and one is five minutes yeah. and so i could I, mostly i have it just to look cool on my desk but sometimes i'll use it and i'll go i'm gonna work for 30 minutes so i can have a little break after that and i i've read that that pomado or pomodoro yeah pomodoro actually yep. our brains are wired to work for highly concentrated focus for 30 minutes then give yourself 5 and then go back to 30 minutes and it it does seem to work so so i i like that also
2: that's what the to, the italian tomato lobby wants you to think i think that's what it is yeah <laughs> uh, the
0: plastic tomato
2: yeah uh, I do, I do have a sundial in my yard, though. So uh, I think I have you beat in terms of ancient timekeeping mechanisms. <laughs>
0: so, so that's the I'm other spe- thing. Speaking, so you yeah. here, one one. <laughs> oh, go ahead, Martin. I'll bring it up in a sec. Go ahead.
2: No,
1: I, I was just going to say, um, giving yourself the time to work on things and so on is important. And I've always thought those people scheduling time in their agenda for certain tasks are crazy. Um, but I've I've started doing this as an experiment uh, somewhere last year. And I actually found it quite useful to be able to say, look, this afternoon, for example, is completely buck- blocked out to work on that thing. Mm-hmm. And combined with that, getting things done, methods of finding those things that you should work on or must work on, if you give yourself one or two or three blocks a week, um, then you will find the, the energy level, but also the time to work on certain things. Exactly. So Mm -hmm. I
0: always, when I was leading a team, I always blocked off from like 2.30 to 4.30 on Friday afternoons for everyone's calendar i I set up a meeting Mm -hmm. and it was so that people had time to wrap up their week and wrap up things that they had to get done Mm
2: -hmm. because
0: people in the company was notorious for springing last minute meetings and having meetings at like four o'clock on friday afternoon to wrap up this one item it's like nope my team (laughs) <laughs> After two or two thirty, we're, we're we have no meetings and we're wrapping up everything that, that needs to be wrapped up and getting ready for next week. And I think that's also good because that is honesty about I need some focus to wrap up what I'm doing and to look ahead next week.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of wrap up, I yep. think we're coming up on time here. So we are let's uh let's take our let's each go through our key takeaways here right uh martin go ahead like what what do you what do you think what do you think about focus
1: i think time is the most important thing and um I will say to, to end this on a deeply philosophical note, I think time is probably the most, um, the thing as humans, we are very liberal with, but that is also the one finite resource that we have. So if you want to focus, that is where things start.
2: Mm -hmm. Yep. Chris.
0: Uh, your, your brain is a muscle and you have to build it to be able to focus. So, so learn and figure out how you can build this muscle to uh, to focus better.
2: Yeah. And uh, I guess my takeaway is like, in the same vein as Chris saying, exercise your habits and your brain muscles. It's like, find what works for you in terms of focus. Uh, we talked about a lot of techniques, but I don't think there's like a silver bullet. Find what works for you and your brain. And I think that's probably the most important thing. So, And right, take
0: yeah. care of yourself care for yourself i hope everyone in 2024 finds time to take care of themselves and and uh because like martin said like we only have so much time and i want everyone to be around for for it's much time
2: yeah all right on that note uh all right i think this is another episode in the can it is it is Bye -bye.
1: bye bye everybody.